This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs, donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now, here's Christopher Hart, Rich Jekyll, and Lucy Valido. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And yes, indeed, even though the award-winning Rich Jekyll is not here today, we still have a winning combination for you because we got an old pro who's been on the show many times before, and that is David Highland of Score. Great to see you, David. Good to see you, Chris. How are you doing? Excellent, excellent, excellent. And I am, of course, Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. And Lucy Polito, who is with SCORE also, would normally be here. But both she and Rich are out this week. They'll be back next week, however. Nonetheless, as I said, uh, David's an old pro. And you've, uh, you've been with SCORE at least as long as I've known SCORE. I, I, just, I just received, believe it or not, last month at the uh, SCORE monthly luncheon, my 10-year certificate. Congratulations. 10 years of score. Congratulations. Unbelievable. Isn't that something? Wow. And you've been a big plus to them over there with all of your expertise, which happens to be an audio video. I do a lot of that, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's something that I think every business is getting into now is to be visually uh, uh, out there. Uh, who reads anything? I, I don't even read things anymore. You know, I, go to, I get to see it visually and hear it. So, yeah, well, that's that's the, the the way of the future, as it were. But uh, of course, uh, score is all about right now and helping you with your business, and that's what this show is all about. And David is in the business of uh, audio video, and he's if you see any, anything going on around town, I mean, unless it's a you know. A, car wreck or something like well, that yeah david's going to be there i mean of any any type of uh, formal events political otherwise he's there taping them a lot of business events here I, I was just at the uh the gartner symposium and it expo down at disney world it's the biggest conference that disney world has every year and they do a great job gartner is a, a really good company they're a research and consulting company and, and i would suggest everybody who's listening to it's on my voice go to Gartner.com and, and see uh, some of the things that they can do to maybe help your business. They, they produce a lot of information, do a lot of research for every industry. And uh, I, I think they do a good job. They do a great job at the conference. This is one of the best conferences. And, you know, I go to 25 to 30 major business conferences. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. You're all over the place. And uh, they do. And I want to especially shout out to Christy and Katie, who run the press program at the conference for Gartner. They do. A, they're just awesome. They do a great job down there. And, you know, we got a lot of good things coming up. We got the Future of Florida Forum, which is put on by the uh, Chamber of Com- the Florida Chamber of Commerce. That's going to be here in Orlando. Uh, Gartner's actually doing another conference next week, uh, just a two-day one on, uh, on HR, human resources. So lots of good things. But we have lots of great things coming up at SCORE, as right. you know. That's right. We have got super stuff planned, not only for the rest of this year, but into next year. Um, and if anyone doesn't know by now what SCORE is, well, I don't know. Chris, you've been talking about SCORE for uh, a long time. Uh, Rich has been talking about sure. it. Lucy, I've been talking about it. Still, people don't know about the National Entrepreneur Center and what SCORE does. We we are a, a counseling arm, a, a nonprofit, That's volunteer right. only, of, uh, of uh, it, it, it originated with the Small Business Administration. We're supported by them. We do free counseling. And free and lo- the great the F word is the, the great big F word. That's right. And uh, it, it's a it's a great 
thing to have here in our area uh, to help businesses to uh, to to prosper. And, Absolutely. Uh, the education and the networking. And we meet wonderful people like our, our okay. guests that we're going to be talking to later uh, because we have a lot of networking events. Everything that we do is based on education first and then networking so that people can meet each other, can uh, trade cards with each other, can find out how they can collaborate in, with business uh, that they, they're doing. And uh, we have we have let's look at some of the things we got coming up on uh, Halloween. When is that coming up next week? Yeah, I think. this is coming. All right. Yeah, this week. We've got building your brand with blogging. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, that's a good one because uh, there's there's a lot of people who are blogging right now, but they need to know how to do it effectively right, to right. Uh, create sales. And, Anybody uh, can do it, but you need to know how to do you it. You got to know right how, to, how to mm-hmm. do it correctly. Sure. And uh, then one that I think is going to be really popular and I I. I stress this to go to it because, first of all, it's one of the Coffee with the Leader series, yep. which we have uh, every two. Every well, we have two every every, every, week. every, uh, every month. We have two. Right. Uh, this one is about cybersecurity in your business, and that is so important now because everybody's doing business online. Absolutely. And if you don't protect yourself, well, who knows what could happen? You could get into a lot of trouble. That's right. So that one is November the seventh. And uh, it's it's in the morning, eight o'clock. It's 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 free. Some of ours costs a little bit of money because we bring in outside experts. The the blogging one is uh, I believe that's a thirty dollar, and that's part of a series, a three part series about social media. Right. Um, and then we're going to be we're going to actually be at events where we're going to be uh, talking to people about Square. We're going to have tables there uh, at the Maker Fair which is at the Central Florida Fairgrounds. That's November 9th and 10th. Uh, we're going to have a presence there. Maker Fair is basically about people who make things, uh, inventors. Right. Uh, inventors tend to be very good at creating things, but not necessarily good on how to market, it market and them it. and mm-hmm. sell them. And that's right. where we, we help them as well to do that. The other thing that I want to mention to people, if they're in the Central Florida area, is uh, we're partnered with the Winter Park Chamber and they're going to have an event on November the 13th, which is an after-hours event, 5 to 8 p.m. And it's called Best of Winter Park. They're going to be awarding. Uh, there's, there's voting going on right now of uh, different businesses in the Winter Park general area. It doesn't have to be specific in the city, I don't think. But people are voting now, and they give awards to, let's say, the best accountant, the best real estate firm, the best whatever. And uh, and after that, uh, they're going to have a big street party. They can close down the street. They're going to have food. They're going oh, to have- so you mean the, uh, the what was you said the six to eight part? That's just the beginning of it. Is well, that- five to eight is the is the total. It's uh, it's an after, it's specifically an after hour event. Okay. But they're going to they they're combining it with a networking event with a, a business exhibiting event because we'll be there at. Right. Uh, 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 at, with score at right. the table. I'm trying to talk Rich into coming out because I know a lot of his fans like to see him in person. Yeah, and he likes to hang out over there in Winter Park, exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I right. know he's moved a little bit out of the area right now, but right. I'm hoping that he'll be there and meet all his fans. And we'll be, of course, uh, talking about score and all the things that we do, yeah. promoting the radio show here as well. Yep. And uh, that's November the 13th. Uh, and you you can learn about that one at winterpark.org and come out and see us because we'll be there. All right. So that's a great rundown. And as David said, SCORE has always got something going on, uh, mostly at the National Entrepreneur Center, 
But as you just heard, also outreaches into the community. And all you have to do is take advantage and go over and say hi and meet them and We'll take it from there. And, of course, the National Entrepreneur Center is located in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End. If you park in the parking garage, it's it's right there next to Penny's. You'll see some vines painted on the wall. Just follow those, and they'll take you right inside. And SCORE is one, only one of, I think it's it's over a dozen. I believe it's 13 or 14 organizations that are located yeah, there. Yeah, and, and all and to promote businesses here locally. All to promote. So it's a one-stop shop for right. your, your whole all your business needs. That's right. And as uh, as we mentioned, uh, Rich likes to uh, hang out after hours over in Winter Park, but he also networks over there uh, quite a bit, too. And that brings us to our guest today. And his name is Dennis Denoya, and he is Mr. D-Math. And so, uh, Dennis, welcome to the show today. Hey, thanks so much. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we appreciate that. You know, the way we'd like to start out is just find out a little bit about the guests themselves first before we get to the business end of things. So uh, are you from around here? Are you from Orlando? I'm not from Orlando, but I grew up in Florida, so I'm from the Tampa Bay area. Okay, all right. And when did you move to the Orlando area? Well, believe it or not, I don't uh, I don't spend a lot of time in the U.S. anymore. So, oh. yeah, so I spend uh, a good part of the year in Spain, and the rest of the year I just uh, I'm working on a program down in Puerto Rico right now in San Juan. Okay. And so uh, I do get to Orlando from time to time, which is how I met Rich. And uh, there's a there's a band that I follow, and we happened to see this band at the same time. Started chatting, and he said, "Do you want to come in and?" Talk to people about what you do and your, how things work. I said, absolutely, I would love to. The next time I'm here, we met almost six months ago. So it's been a little while since I've been back in the area. I, I see. So when you say back in the area, you mean out of the country. In, Correct. In fact, in right. Spain and Puerto Rico. Um, so well, what brings you back to the, was it the band that brought you back this time as well? The Well, the pairing of the scheduling to be here and the band's playing the weekend. Yeah. So well, you got you to go ahead and mention the band while we're at it. Here. Absolutely. It's Eden Lane and they rock. Uh, they're an awesome band. They're from New Jersey. They come down a lot of, a lot of uh, Bruce Springsteen, good old seventies and eighties rock. They're an awesome, awesome band. So Where are they playing? They're going to be playing at Dexter's uh, Saturday night. So, and apparently this is a new Dexter's. So there was a, a Dexter's in, in Winter Park, and there's right. a new Dexter's that just opened, and they're playing at the new Dexter's for the first time. So, all right, yeah, all I right. haven't been to that new Dexter's, so apparently Rich has found where it is. I, uh, I'm sure. So I look forward. I, hopefully, I'll see him this weekend too. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Uh, all right, so we do. We are coming up on a break, so uh, we'll pick this up on the other side and find out how a, a guy who grew up in Tampa. You know, started doing business internationally, evidently, and what, what's going on here and what Mr. D. Math is all about. By the way, his website is MrDMath.com if you'd like to go there right now during this commercial break so you can find out more about what we're going to talk about. It's Mr. MR, no period, MrDMath.com. Okay? So we'll talk more about that with Dennis Denoya when we come back. You are listening to What's the Score? And thank you so much for doing so. Okay, welcome again to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And we do have a winning combination for you today, starting with David Highland of Score. I am Christopher Hart, and our guest today, Dennis Denoya. Uh, he is Mr. D Math, and that's you spell it just like it sounds. M-R-D Math and his website, MrDmath.com. And we were just uh, getting into the discussion with Dennis. Um, grew up on the West Coast over there. 
And so, well, tell us a little bit then about your professional career. Did you go to work after school? Did you start a business? And give us a little background there. Sure. I was a classroom teacher. So I started teaching in 1988 in Pinellas County. And uh, I taught, I, well, I was between middle school and high school. So okay. I got to do both over the, over the duration of the time that I was in the system. And about 10 years into it, I, well, in the very beginning, what I did was what most teachers do, which is they go to their second job in the afternoon, right. uh, just because of the, you know, some of the pay scales, not as good they as other people want to have money, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so my second job was math tutoring. So I was a math teacher and I just kept doing more tutoring, but the tutoring business grew very, very quickly. And I found myself able to work myself out of my daytime teaching job and just run the, run the tutoring company full time. And that was in St. Petersburg. And that's actually when I first came across SCORE. And I had been to the Small Business Administration, and I was looking for different ways to understand how to run a business and just really get myself started. And they said, you need to contact SCORE. So I did, and I actually had a mentor come in for a bit. And we worked on just strategies, like looking at, like, how do you get your business started and what's important to you and understanding your target market and all of the things that I needed as a new business person. And uh, over that time, I was able to have that company grow. It wasn't a big company. It was... um, Pretty small, very, very small company, actually. But uh, I was able to sell that company. And next thing I knew, uh, I was looking for the next thing to do. I ended up back in the school system. Uh, hold, for, hold on, yeah, hold on, yeah, sure. just a second, just a second. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I mean, this is, it's fascinating to me that the, the, the tutoring business took off like that. First of all, was it by, all by word of mouth? Um, it was mostly, yeah, pretty much all by word of mouth. There was that and, um, literally putting, hanging signs on telephone poles and <laughs> well, did, letting people know math tutoring. Obviously you were successful. Right. And so did you have a particular technique that was unique? Uh, you know, I, I think so. I think what it was, was being open to learning for me. That was probably my technique because a lot of times I think that as teachers, we're, we're kind of know-it-alls. Like we think we know everything already, right. but I found that every time I met a new student, they were telling me something I had never heard before. And tutoring gave me an opportunity to meet young people from elementary school all the way through middle school and high school and into college. And so I started noticing the trends and the things to look for and what was happening and what struggles was a third grader having that I would see in my middle school classes or high school classes. And I thought, wow, if I could help the third grader now, that would make such a big difference when they got to my classroom. And I really learned how to be a teacher by doing the tutoring. Well, now you said you sold it. I did. So you yeah. must have had built up some employees and things. We did. We had uh, we had about five teachers on st- that were working with us on staff. We were seeing about 100 students a week that were coming through the center. And we had a like a small after group um, homework help hour that the kids would come to. So you actually had to get facilities and things. Cause oh, yeah. Normally, when you think of a tutor, you think of somebody goes to a, a, somebody's house. I or started like that. that. I did start that way. But I got to the point where I couldn't manage handling all the students that were coming right. in. And right. so I did rent an office. We actually ended up being able to, uh, to buy location in downtown St. Pete, which was awesome. And then um, was able to both sell the business and the real estate. It was all part of the business model. So it was great. So you sold it? I'm sorry. Go ahead, David. I'm just wondering because I'm hearing how he has been successful as a tutor. I I wonder if this is an indication of our school system (laughs) not being able to, at least from the math standpoint, uh, do the do the job. You know, I, th- I think one of the biggest things that happens in, you know, and because I was a classroom teacher, you know, and if you put me in front of 25 young people, 25 young people don't all learn the same way. 
Right. You're trying to do mass production when you need to be doing individualized type Absolutely. And so by being able to do the tutoring, it was individual where you could work with young people. We started doing some things with some small groups where we'd have two or three come together and they'd come in. And by letting the students be able to work together, they actually could start to teach each other as well, which is great. I was just going to ask you, did Mm -hmm. you have students in essence who became tutors themselves because of your teaching them. Absolutely. Well, that, and we have that more today. Now, uh, the, most of our staff that works with us now mm-hmm. has either um, taught our program or came from inside our program and they've completed our curriculum and now they're working with us. I see. It's been really awesome. But I know that the, the people that I worked with that were able to come in and do tutoring as a teacher always left saying, I'm a better teacher now because they had the time to do the tutoring and really get one-on-one with young people. Our guest today, Dennis Denoya. Mr. D Math, Mr. D Math.com. Now you know where the Mr. D and the Math came from, right? Dennis Denoya, Math, uh, Mr. D Math.com. So you sold the business. I did. And then what? Um, well, then I took a break, and that was a bad idea. <laughs> okay. Because right. you take a break, and next you, thing you, start you know, to develop bad habits. Yeah, it had, you know, it was, it was yeah, it was time to uh, get, back in the, get back in the workforce. And so I ended up going back to what I knew how to do, which was back in the classroom. And I was in the classroom for a few more years. And it was time, it just was not where I needed to be. And I knew that there was something more than that. Um, And so I was able to work my way out of the system again. Uh, But this time I had so many people and I started doing some tutoring again. But what I found with the tutoring was that people kept saying, will you just write your own curriculum? You know, you have a way with young people. There's a way that you communicate with them. And it wasn't until around 2000, about 2008 that I saw, uh, a piece of equipment that I realized I could record and record videos and start writing curriculum. And so that's when Mr. D math was born was because I saw a piece of technology that allowed me to be able to do that. And well, so, so we've been going nonstop since then. Well then tell us exactly what is or who is Mr. D math. Sure. Absolutely. We work in uh, my, my uh, group of people that I work with, the students I work with, we work in the homeschool market and work with homeschoolers. And for me, it was an opportunity to be able to have full self-expression and being able to develop a curriculum that made a difference. And in the homeschool market, it was working with like-minded people, people that were interested. Our homeschoolers, they're just, they're just amazing young people. You find this is a growth market, though, oh, homeschooling? It, homeschooling is exploding right now. It's amazing. And it's getting more. You're getting more. There was a traditional kind of homeschooler, and now it's starting to become, you still have that core traditional kind of homeschooler, but now it's even branching out. And some, they have the thing even called what they call unschooling. It seems to me that so, would be more yeah. effective than, you were saying, uh, if you've got a classroom, and some classrooms are going to be 25, 30. I, I remember being in college where I was in a classroom that had like 150 people in sure. it. And it's hard to learn in that environment. Absolutely. Well, isn't Homeschooling, in essence, is a form of tutoring, isn't it? It, it can be. So what the, I mean, What would sort of be the definition of tutoring? I thought that's sort of one-on-one instruction. Well, what you're seeing now in the homeschool market, uh, the homeschool market has done something really great, and it's very organic. So in local communities and right here in Orlando as well, uh, groups come together and they start co-ops. And so what they do in a co-op, which is where I first started, was I started my own math co-op. I was writing my own curriculum, but I needed students. And so I went to one of the local co-ops in the Sarasota, Florida area. Um, but right here in Orlando, there's several co-ops in the area. And what students do is they'll come together once or twice a week and they meet with someone who's facilitating a class for them. And then the young people, they take their time, either an hour or two hours with that person that's doing their class instruction. They go home. Then they're working at home and they're working with the curriculum that they have and they're working with their parents. And so so now mom is at home working with them or dad or whoever's at home with them working with them is now working with them on 
individually working with that. But when they're in that co-op setting, they can work in a small group. I see. I see. Once again, Dennis Denoya, our guest, Mr. D. Math, MrDMath.com. Uh, so you, you, you keep mentioning that people wanted you to, and, and you wrote your own curriculum. Uh, so I guess uh, you start with the very basics of math, and then how high up do mm. you go? Um, well, I started with pre-algebra because I was a middle school teacher. Okay. So I wrote five courses from pre-algebra to pre-calculus, and it was a, it was a five-year writing project. And when I say write, it was recording videos and then writing the coursework problems that went You're with basically that. writing a textbook. Yes, exactly. Um, for me, because I had the background in tutoring, I had seen just about every kind of textbook that was out there and had, had heard so many different ways that young people learned. I had a, a, a variety of ways to be able to deliver the instruction. And when you can create a curriculum that's video-based, you're, you're literally being able to talk to multiple learning styles at one time. So why we can do it that way then the students depending on how they do learn some of them like to just watch the videos if it was me i don't know if i'd make it through my own video you know like watching a 20 minute math video it's like i'm not sure how many people want to sit down and do that so i wrote the videos with the idea that they're going to the video should be interactive so that they're seeing examples of a problem and then they're practicing the problems in the practice problems that they have and then they turn the video back on and back and forth for me i was more of a learner where if i could see how things were worked out i could literally kind of walk myself through it so we give them a detailed curriculum solution guide that goes with all the practice problems so the kids literally can see it hear it look at it and go step by step so that they can have in there and we're having a lot of success with young people what are some of the ways technology is helping now well i tell you we'll think on that question because we have to take a break okay we come back we'll start with that question great and once again we are speaking with dennis denoya mrdmath.com is the website that's mr then the letter d and then math, mrdmath.com. You don't put the period after Mr. mrdmath.com. When we come back, we'll, we'll have him answer David's question and then find out exactly more what you'll find when you go to Mr. D. Math, because I know some of you are out there driving around right now. You're going, doggone it hard. I can't go to that website right now. So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, we'll tell you a little bit more about it when we come back with Dennis Denoya. And please don't forget to go to orlando.score.org and sign up for the excellent newsletter there. And you'll be alerted as to all the great events that David was speaking about earlier. And we'll give you some reminders on those a little bit later on in the show, too. So that's Orlando.score.org. And please like us on Facebook. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. And we will be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, we're back. We're What's the Score when we want to thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And telling your friends and family about the show because the listenership is definitely growing. All right, and we have David Hyland from Score in the studio today, along with myself, Christopher Hart. Our guest is Dennis DeNoya, and his, he is Mr. D. Math. Did they, by the way, when you were teaching in the classroom, did they call you Mr. D.? That's where it came from. They, could, they couldn't say my last name, and they definitely couldn't spell it, so we went with Mr. D. So, yeah. Did you create a character now for your business where it's Mr. D. Math? You know, you wore a funny hat and... Yeah, once I wear orange glasses, so our, our logo is orange, so I always wear orange glasses. Kids think that's great. So. I always think it's okay. good to have a character for your business. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, David, you want to start off. Well, again, you know, when guys like Chris and I went to school, it was on a chalkboard and boring textbooks. And now there's so much more availability of technology to help people learn, especially in math. because. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I'm concerned about here, in, uh, in the, especially in the business world, is that our students are not getting the math and science that we need. I see companies, technology companies, all the time at these conferences that I go to, 
the CEOs are from India, they're from Asia, they're from Ireland, they're even from Russia or Australia. You see most of the Americans being the sales and marketing, you know, hypesters mm-hmm. there. Um, and is that an issue that's we, we're not producing the, the, the kind of people that have that math or science type of mind to and to create? And, and what, what is being done now to to help uh, teach younger people the math skills uh, and using technology to help mm. them? Well, th- there's a couple things. I think one thing is if you look at we're a much more global society now. So I think a lot of times we see people now it's not unusual for people to travel from country to country when they're working. Um, and you know, there's work, there's work to do. You know, we have work to do here as well. One of the things about technology is that technology allows students to be able to find a modality of learning that works for them. And technology creates that, you know, before it was like when we were in school, you had a textbook and you had a pre person lecturing to you and you had to write down notes. And if that didn't work for you, that's all there was. Today, there's so many different ways of learning. And even a lot of the technology that we're starting to see now becomes where it's like an artificial intelligence, where a student, it's like, they call it adaptive learning, where a student can actually click an answer. And the answer, depending on how they answer the question, takes them to the next kind of problem they're going to do. So if they got it right, it moves on to the next concept. If they need more support, it goes back and reviews. So Really, really interesting how technology is, consti- is still continuing to evolve in education. There are literally, there are just so many different websites. I, most colleges, most of their courses are online now as well. So they have some kind of online component to it, especially with the in college math. Uh, almost all of the homework's done online and hardly, very rarely do the kids are actually, now that their students are going back and writing things out in a textbook and submitting it, they're doing the work online, they're submitting it online. The professors can look at it, they can see what they're doing, but that's where technology's heading and, and it allows you to capture the information as well. So we can see students' records and we actually know how long they spent on, on a particular task or on an assignment we gave them. Um, if they need support with that, they can literally on a quiz, a young person has a question or they have a question on assignment, they can email us right from that particular section of their course area and we can answer their question and give them support and some guidance of where to find information. So it, it's really amazing what you can do now. Okay. Mr. D-Math, Dennis DeNoia. By the way, his phone number is 941-237-0448, 941-237-0448. And so you're, you're primarily helping homeschoolers. Correct. And obviously this is worldwide. Worldwide. Uh, so what happens is you have young people that are based in the U.S. Uh, our students are everywhere in the U.S. They're everywhere from here from Florida all the way up to Alaska. Uh, and we have students in Hawaii. We, they're just all over the U.S. I travel when I come back to the U.S. I'm here primarily visiting homeschool conventions from state to state and going and visiting and meeting families and talking about the program and how we do things. But so many students now are able to live outside the U.S. and they still can do their homeschooling using U.S. curriculum because that's their that's the their technology language. that he was just talking about. Absolutely. Was, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And that's why I spend time in Spain. That's where my children are. So I'm here right now here for the weekend to do the show. But when I go back then between Puerto Rico and Madrid, there's a direct flight, which is great. So we're doing some work in Puerto Rico, but then I'm back and forth to Madrid often. And so my son is he's 14. He's a dancer and he wants to be a flamenco dancer. So he's in a conservatory in Spain and he's still a he's still a 
still consider a U.S. citizen, still registered right. in a U.S. school sure. because he's a homeschool. So we do it through our county where he's registered through the county as a homeschooler. So that allows him to be able to do the things that he does in Spain. And he wants to be a professional dancer, and we want to make sure that happens for him. And had we not been homeschooling, we couldn't be able to you know, allow him to do have an experience like that. Uh, this, Let me ask you this, and it's sort of a three-part question. Uh, so first of all, is it the the fact that you specif- you specifically focus on math? Does that help you get around the varying state regulations that have to do with qualifying for graduation or something like that? And also, how do you deal since you're doing this on an international basis? Is it are, are you dealing with U.S. students who have who are you know? presently, you know, somewhere out of the country, mm-hmm. or also say if I'm a Frenchman and I'm not satisfied with the French schools, could I tap into this? You can, and then you, it's up to your school in France and how they and, how they consider whether they count things as credit or what they do. Sometimes but, use, people just use our program as a supplement for their curriculum that they already have. Are there translation issues? We haven't had any yet, so okay. you know. I think right. at some point in time we're Math, going to be because looking mathematics at, is pretty much universal, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. So, uh, 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 so to the first part of the question, yeah. Um, so the students, they're U.S. students. Um, a lot of times they're military families. So we have several military families that they're stationed in a particular area, or they've been taken away overseas for work. So the kids are still they're all still U.S. citizens, registered still through through wherever they are registered from their home state. But then they still want to get homeschool curriculum so they can do their work from home. Uh, a lot of, especially the military bases, what they do is they have the groups where they create like a co-op and the kids come together and they can work on things together. Okay, so there aren't any issues as far as there's 50 different you know, states, which means there's 50 different state-run school systems. That doesn't affect your curriculum. There's, there's 50 different state regulations on how you homeschool. That's probably the better way to say okay, it. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank you. So, and then, you know, for me, how I look at things, we go through accreditation processes. We just finished one in California for, um, there's a, a group of, uh, there's a group of charter schools, which is really interesting. They're public schools that have been given a charter and they act like a hybrid so they can work with distance learning and which are typically going to be your homeschoolers so that young people can still do homeschooling, but they can do it through a private school. So those students they do need to take the California state assessment, whatever that is, just like in Florida, they have the Florida assessment that they do that everyone has an opinion about, of course, right? right? But where we see the biggest thing is we get go through the accreditation process. We went through a credit uh, an accreditation process or an approval process, probably the better way to say that, with the NCAA, because they wanted to see our program for the student athletes that are applying to colleges. So we became a NCAA approved program for our classes that were the so kids can do our program in two ways. We can uh, deliver a live class session where they meet us once a week, where they're working with one of our staff members, or uh, or they can do the self-paced program. So the NCAA, they wanted to make sure there was some kind of interaction with a with a, a certified teacher. So that way we were able to go through the NCAA. So there are some different kinds of accreditation that happen or approval processes. But for me, what it all comes down to is that a university is interested in How's your SAT scores? How's your ACT scores? What do you look like on paper? Where have you done your right. Where have you done your extracurriculars? What kind of time have you given back to the community? They're really interested in those things, and so we do SAT and ACT prep for the math portion of the of the of those tests. So when students can perform well on those tests, the colleges are looking at it going like, "Well, you're you're right. good, right? right?" And now some colleges are starting to ask for more accreditation, and so we're in the process of that over this year too. So we're working right. on more accreditation the, for ourselves. The reason I ask is because because these become business questions. Sure. Because if you can't, you know, meet the needs of 
you know, the agency overlooking all of this, then right. obviously. Um, so the what about the you know, obviously, and I think you've mentioned this, and this is part of the advantages of tutoring is that you have people who learn at different levels, mm-hmm. different speeds. Sure. W- what about, you know, Rich is not here, so I hate to pick on him, but uh, <laughs> what about ahead. people like <laughs> Rich who are a little bit learning challenge there? We, we right. pick on him right to his face. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Seriously, though. Yeah. So we do something really unique in the, in the industry. Uh, what we do is we have the students, we want to be in contact with the students. So it's not like we're just a textbook company that here's your textbook and we hope you do well and, you know, call us if you need right. something. So you're not selling videos and things like that. We have videos. But, but, but I mean, we, that's not do. what you're that's only... That's not, absolutely. It, right. we, it's not your business model. You know, for us, we want to create lifelong learners. That's really what we're after. So we set up help sessions for the kids where they can come and attend a live help session. And if they need to come in and they want to ask questions and they can meet with one of our uh, one of our teachers, they can come in and talk to them and work with them on things. But they're not stuck inside of the typical, you have, uh, you've, you know, you start on August and you're done in May. They can start our courses at any time. Uh, and if they need more than the typical 10 months, that's fine. And we can accommodate for that too. So we can have them go as really as fast or slow as they want to go. All right. Once again, we're coming up on another break. Uh, when we come back, once again, our guest today, Dennis DeNoya, Mr. D, Mr. D math.com is his website. 941-237-0448. That's 941-237-0448. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with him. And don't forget, as David was telling you too, SCORE has always got something going on. And cybersecurity is one event coming up on that's November the 7th. Yeah, that's yep. good. And it's free, the big F word. So there's no uh, excuse right. not to come down and learn how to protect yourself and your business. That's one of the Coffee with a Leader series. And if you sign up at orlando.score.org, You'll be alerted to that and all of the other great things going on. So we will be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. David Highland in the studio today with myself, Christopher Hart, and Dennis DeNoya, Mr. D. Math. We'll get back to the conversation here in just a moment. You know, uh, one of the things about mathematics and cal- calculus and algebra and all that is about, you know, figuring problems, figuring them out. Well, one thing that's not hard to figure out is the advantages of radio, like this radio show right here. This is now a four-year-plus running radio show, and the reason is because it's effective way to get the message out about SCORE or perhaps your message out there. Radio is still the most listened to, the most taken advantage of form of mass communication of all. That's right. More people listen to the radio than watch TV and more people listen to the radio, believe it or not, than go on the Internet. So if you would like to get your message to the audience that you would like to have hear it, call Bill Files. He's the station manager here at Salem Media Group Orlando. His phone number is 407-618-1760. He can explain to you all the various ways that radio can help you. Also, now they also have the the uh, social media set up here at uh, Salem Media Group Orlando. 407-618-1760. Get you in the door and perhaps get you on the radio. And it is, once again, very effective. And with great radio stations and great radio signals, FM simulcasting, you can get your message to the audience that you want to have hear it. 407-618-1760 is the number for Bill Files, Salem Media Group Orlando. So what you're saying, Chris, is that radio adds up 
It, <laughs> very good. Very good, David. All right. So uh, that does uh, bring us back to Dennis DeNoya. And uh, let me ask you a question. Now, you say primarily you're dealing with homeschoolers, a lot of military families, mm-hmm. things of that nature. But I know a lot of our listeners out there can't homeschool or they perhaps know someone in their family that has a child in public school or maybe even a charter school or something like that, can they use your program to supplement what they're doing there? They can. They can. And we have students that do that. Um, When they do that, what we want to do is find out what they're using. And so we can work with them and and hopefully be able to get something that customizes to that, to what they're doing. So be able to match up whatever standards they're working on in their their coursework now that we can match it up to where our courses are written as well. So once again, you have this personal touch that with each student, that you want to have direct contact with, no matter where they are. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's amazing. It, it is indeed. And uh, Dennis, I mean, sorry, uh, David had a question about... Uh, well, I, as I was saying during the break with Dennis, that we have a lot of people that come to score. And these are people in business. They're, mm. I think, educated uh, uh, people. They, they've been somewhat successful. But they have problems with their financials. They have problems reading or analyzing what these numbers mean. We had uh, Mr. Uh, Wonderful Kevin O'Leary here at a conference recently. He said every business person should know their numbers inside, upside down, right side up. You got to know the numbers. You got to be able to take these numbers, which is basically math, you know, numbers added up together in columns and things, and be able to analyze them. So I'm you see, that's what he does on Shark Tank. He'll mm-hmm. he'll say your numbers don't add up, and exactly. he'll go through that exactly. sort of thing exactly. because you need to know what your cost of producing something, what your cost of delivering something, what your cost of uh, having employees are. You don't know that. So I can tell you stories right now of companies in this town in in Orlando that did over $100 million in, in business, and they could not keep track of their finances and went out of business. 20-year-old company, out wow. of business, bankrupt within three weeks mm. because they couldn't figure out the problem, which was a lot of had to do with numbers. And right. So my question is, you're having great success in in tutoring math and teaching and having math programs. I'd like to see uh, a program for the business person mm-hmm. to be able to understand and then at, be able to analyze that and do it in a in a way that because we don't teach that so much at score. We teach finance, so, so, but I think a program that you could develop might be very effective. Yeah, um, we actually um, you know over the years the. The idea was college prep and college tracking. So there were things like consumer math and business math that used to be available when we were in school a few years back um, and not so much anymore. Right. So I did create a consumer math program this year. And a lot of that is for that. We um, it's it's really geared towards letting students understand uh, problem solving for one thing in it as definitely, but even we even put a section of goal setting in there because how often young people about how to set goals and how to look for that in time management I was able to put that inside of a consumer math class. We love it. And we're developing skills with them on everything from writing checks to managing checkbooks to taxes. Ask, to you're talking, like you're talking budgeting issues. Absolutely. Since when you say consumer yeah, math. Right. Absolutely. And then in our, in our algebra and pre-algebra courses, one of the things we put in there, and I realized what a missing it was from being a public school teacher, was we teach them how to use an Excel spreadsheet, which is probably the greatest 
piece of software that's ever been written, right? That's what made Microsoft into it's, the dynamo that it is. And and how often our young people come in and they're like, they've never heard of it or they've heard of it, but they have no idea how to use it and what to do with it. And so we have them learn how to write equations. And that's pretty essential in business. Is Absolutely. Is today, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, we find a lot of success with that as well. So once again, anybody can take advantage of Mr. D math. Sure. Right. Absolutely. And we have added some new courses, too. So we have a platform where we can actually add we have uh, we've added American Sign Language classes. And with our um, with our con- connections in Spain, we actually are getting ready to, to introduce flamenco dance classes and flamenco guitar. So oh, we've wow. got a series of videos oh, done. Yeah. So my son's the dancer, but my daughter is, is also in media. So she does all the video editing. And there's my 12 year old daughter who's working on language number five. In, uh, so she's our linguist of the family. But she does the translations from Spanish back into English, and so she helps with that. So we're, you know, we're open to some new things. And being able to be in this kind of a market and have the technology available, we can bring in things that just aren't your typical normal way of letting people get educated. But this is, it's been fun. It's been really fun. You know, it's interesting, too, because you mentioned you're bringing in dance and music. And each of those has an element of mathematics in it, doesn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm a musician. So, right. you know, so absolutely. So for well, me, everything just kind of fit together. Oh, do, so, so does Eden Lane let you come up on the stage and jam with them? They do. They do. I'm their horn section. So I'm a trumpet player from oh, way beautiful. back when. Yeah. So I get to hop up a couple of times. And uh, so I, I fill in the brass parts for them. And by the way, uh, they're at, 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 they're at Dexter's, the new Dexter's in Winter Park, Eden Lane. And they travel around the country, I take it. Uh, they're local. So they're here. Oh. They Okay. Just, they play here in Orlando, so okay. yeah. So if I want to hang out with them, I come here. So, so that's <laughs> and, and that's why Dennis is back in town right now. Once again, Dennis Denoya, MrDMath.com. and it's very simple, just like it sounds. Except you don't use the period after Mister. It's just M R D Math. Dot com, Mr. D Math dot com, nine four one two three seven zero four four eight nine four one two three seven zero four four eight for anyone who needs to sharpen up your math skills or of course those in the students who are still students learning at, at any age I take it. Well, we start we start at the middle school age, so that's where we okay, start right so you're now. Still starting and at, that's where your curriculum still are, starts right but. now. So we're you know, we're growing and we're expanding. And but so, you got that young prodigy; don't hold them back. Absolutely, right? yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, once again, this is this is a great thing, and it's it's because you you obviously you're you're drawn to teaching. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're but you've made a fantastic business out of this, you know, and it helps tell, a lot of people. It does. And I tell people, people say, well, what do you do? And I say, well, I, I'm an entrepreneur. Right. And I'm, I have a business and my my product is education. And that's how I introduce things to people. And it's they're as like, simple as that. It, yeah. You know, and it really is. And yeah. it's, you know, and if you look at it from that point of view, it's like we are really being able to reach so many young people and make a difference. And then I get to do what I love to do. And and what I'm good at. So get it. that's why I do math all day and don't play the trumpet all day. So there's that too, right? So, <laughs> All right. And, and so was it very difficult to be, to start out? Because when you did this in the West Coast as a standard tutor, it was, you know, you had a building and everything. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about mostly over the internet. Right. How difficult was it for you to build up your business? And this will have to be the last question. Sure. Over that's the internet. okay. Um, I, I, what I did was I, I met uh, a lot of moms. And I asked them to use the product and write about it and do it on social media. And so that's that's how we got the word out. It was and you, then you also said you went to the conventions. And I go to the conventions. Right. Yeah. So literally we started, I started in the Sarasota area and we've now we've grown nationwide. But the conventions are great because it's an opportunity. There's a huge one here. The biggest one in the United States is right here in Orlando. It's the, 
the FPEA, which is the Florida Parent Education Association. It's every May um, Memorial Day weekend. Well, I presume so you'll be back for that. You better believe it. You I know, don't miss the, that that's one. That's yeah. pretty much the weekend that BizFest is, too. Right yeah, BizFest is usually uh, beginning of May. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll look forward yeah. to seeing you. Maybe we can yeah. get you back on the show. That would be awesome. Time. I'd yeah. love to come back, sure. So, uh, anyway, uh, so we're going to have to wrap it up there. Dennis Denoya, our guest today, MrDMath.com, 941-237-0448. And don't forget, please sign up for the newsletter at Orlando.score.org and be alerted to everything like the cybersecurity breakfast, I'm sorry, coffee with a leader series. Yeah, I still say breakfast. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> on November the 7th, uh, if, 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 if Lucy was here, she'd be kicking me under the table right now. And then the Maker Fair. You know, if you're an inventor or want to see some novel inventions and things, that's November they, they the 9th and 10th. they got some fighting robots that are going to be there. So Is that right? It's going to be exciting. All right, it's really a lot of fun. November 9th and 10th at the fairground. And then November the 13th, the Best of Winter Park, best where they Park. give awards away and then have a street party. And thing. you may get to see uh, both myself and hopefully Rich Jekyll there. At the uh, table, having fun. And all of these things, once again, you'll find out about if you sign up for the newsletter at Orlando.score.org or just go there and peruse around and you'll see the full listing of course offerings there as well, as well as these shows, which are archived there. And uh, also, please do follow us and like us on Facebook. That's Score Orlando on Facebook. And I forgot to ask you, do you have a Facebook page, Dennis? I do. I do. It's at Mr. D. Math. You can, you, Mr. you can find us right on Facebook. You the man, the the man cannot make it easier He's for you. All right. Down, yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Dennis. Absolutely. It was a treat. Thanks for having me. All right. Till next week, that's it for What's the Score? 